0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Martina Pod starring me. Martina, how are you doing today? I'm not doing so great, but that's not to say I'm not doing great mentally. I'm actually doing wonderful mentally. I'm just a little sicky sick. A little sicky sick. I've been a little sicky sick since last week, um, which is never fun. Literally, being sick makes you appreciate some the great things in life. Breathing out of your nose. Not having a cough all the time, not having a cough out a lung. You know it sucks when you're sick. A cough can be a cough. Like if you got a cough in your throat, you're like cough, cough, right? But then you're like cough, 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 cough And it's like damn bitch. Whoa. Why why am I suddenly puking out everything and that's not fun. And especially it's not fun because I got sick the week of my birthday. Who did that? Who? Why? We? And my twenty first birthday. To, <laughs> who did that to me? Is it racist? It is. You know why it's racist? For obvious fucking reason. I don't know who was out to get me, but not cute. Ooh, my friend just texted me. She said, "Girl." Oh. <laughs> um, but I did nonetheless have a fantastic birthday i think for the first time like i told y'all like the first podcast episode or the second podcast episode i told y'all that i've had a series of unfortunate events for my birthdays guys this time this time it worked out exactly as planned i had hang on i gotta break pardon me i had no surprises everything went out how I wanted it to it was it just worked out so perfectly and I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful for everything for like the people that came out and supported me for my birthday who and it turns out I have so many people that like love and support me too which is like really blessing it's such a blessing like at the beginning of this year I made a resolution for myself that I was going that I was like an affirmation if you will because I did a different thing this year with my resolutions instead of saying like oh I have this like I will do this 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 you know I've been especially since I'm this kind of spirit not kind of I am since I'm this like yes I do do tarot cards because I am this spiritual person I decided for my new year's resolution to make them a, like a form of like affirmations and stuff like that so one of them was i am surrounded. i am if you're gonna if you are a person who is making a goal or anything like that try or what i do anyway if you're a person who's making goals or things like that what i try to do i try to like I try to say it like it's already happened and I am a firm believer in that like I wanted I applied to grad school last fall and I wanted to get into the program right and I kind of said it And instead of being like, oh, I will get into the Biomath program with full financial aid, I was like, I have gotten into the Biomath program with full financial aid. I love the Biomath program, which I have received with full financial aid. So, and then I got it. You know why? Because I already spoke it into existence. But also, the stars aligned for me in such a beautiful way that, like, there was no way I wasn't going to get into grad school. So I'm also appreciative of that. But at the beginning of the year, I was like, I am surrounded by people who love and support me. And I wasn't at the beginning of the year because last year, at the end of last year, near November, December, I went through a breakup and it was not great. And a part of like that relationship is that I didn't really have like a lot of friends, you know, like I didn't have the opportunity to it turns out that the relationship was really toxic and I didn't realize until I got out of it and I didn't realize that like he never gave me the opportunity to like make friends because he was always surrounding me like all the time and so I never had a chance to talk to people about it so I needed to start talking to people about it right so that's why I like made that resolution because I was like you know what I need I need a community I need like I need friends. I need a community of people who are going to support me and uplift me and be there for me. And then at my birthday, I like invited people. I wasn't going to have like a birthday celebration at first, right? It was my friend, Rianne, who was like, what are we doing for your birthday? I'm like, girl, what you mean what are we doing for my birthday? I'm going to get thrown to the fountain and then that's it. And then she was like, we're having a birthday dinner. I'm like, I'm like, girl, you think I know enough people to have a birthday dinner? She's like, Martina, there are so many people who want to, like, have dinner with you. And then that's when I started planning, like, this little celebration. So here's what I did for my birthday. Everything went out so perfectly. I had, like, a couple of, like, there's this tradition at my school that on your 21st birthday, you get thrown into the fountain. Um, the the main fountain on campus It's like, it's like a signature fountain. I don't know who started the tradition. I don't care. I'm not gonna ask. But this tradition has been there for years. Dare I say centuries? Maybe. Maybe I'm stretching. Let's say it's been, been there for at least decades. I'll say that to say the least. So. So I obviously had to get thrown into the fountain for my 21st birthday, and a lot of people don't want to do that tradition at my school, they're like, oh, mm, it's silly, me, me, me. like, yes, it is silly, it's actually, like, really stupid, who willingly wants to get thrown into a body of water on their 21st birthday, but it's more like peer pressure, you know, it's like, oh, well, they did it, and I gotta do it, and it's like, do you really wanna be that guy, you know, like, everyone else is getting thrown into the fountain for their 21st birthday, do you really wanna be that guy who did it? And what was your reason? Oh, I just didn't want to. Oh, I just didn't think it was it cool. Loser! Like it wasn't gonna be me. Was not gonna be me. So I got thrown into the fountain. My friend got me a shirt. It said, "I'm 21 bitches," and I. And when I sent the photos to my mom, I like cropped. <laughs> I like did the the color drop thing, and I like colored out the bitches part because. We don't need her to see We don't need Frederica seeing that We really don't need for seeing that Like she's already upset that I turned 21 She's already upset that I could legally drink She's already upset that I smoke <laughs> Did I tell y'all what happened there? My mom So I told y'all I think I mentioned that I was raised like super religious Seventh-day Adventist to be specific And not only was I raised Seventh-day Adventist My mom is Jamaican Now how am I going to have those double negatives? I don't know, but it was an experience to say the least. So my mom, I told her, I was like, okay, for my 21st birthday, I'm going to get thrown into the fountain, and then I'm going to have a birthday dinner, and she's going to say, oh, no alcohol, only lemonade. I'm sorry, I don't know who you're talking to, because now that I'm an official legal adult and I'm about to change my residency to appear, here, I really don't think that you have the um, facilities to make such accommodations, but, you know, I'll heed it, I'll heed your advice, like, I'll listen to it, she was, oh, I didn't even tell y'all that my mom found out I was gonna smoke, my mom came here for, um, my mom found out I smoked in December, like, the first time I went to Jamaica, and, because I was in Jamaica, right, and then Jamaica, (laughs) not to be a stereotype, but like, come on, of course I'm going to go to Jamaica and smoke the ganja. You think I'm crazy, and it was wonderful, and it was cheap, and like, I hit on by the weed guy, his name was, the first one, his name was Bud, no, his name was not Bud, it was, There was like Smokey, and then there was some other dude, but like, their names were obviously like, yeah, you sell weed, but I went to Jamaica, and I smoked right and it's my fault i was a baby smoker i didn't linger so the first time my mom she came into the room because i had like i like went outside and smoked and i came back in and she was like martina you smoke and i was like "Uh, what she was like then somebody on this floor smoked and there's a no smoking floor i'm like dang who would do that after you specifically requested that this floor is not smoking she's like yeah i'm like dang for them to disobey the the floor rules like that. Like, that's crazy. And then the second time she figured out it was me. She was like, Martina, you smoked. We had a little bit of an argument. And then in December, she, like, approached me about it. And I was like, she was like, Martina, you smoke, And I was like, yeah. Yes, ma'am, I do. And the reason why I was so bold enough to tell her is because what are you going to do but be mad? My Caribbean sisters, my Caribbean people, you cannot have freedom until you take it, and I took it, boom, and so, and she found out, and when she came um, back for my graduation, right, that's my fault, I had, she came back to my room, and it's my fault, because I had smoked that morning, right, and then she came in, and when she came in, she was like, Martina, you're still smoking, and I was like, yeah, haha, ha. also like a little stoned, and she was like, you better stop that extracurricular activity before I pray for you, oh, oh shit, not the prayer, oh, my mom just threatened me, Ooh, oh, she said, you better stop, you better stop smoking before I pray for you, pull out the glicky of prayer, she said, Jesus is on my side, I will pray, don't make me pray for you, it was like, oh girl, and I said, and I said I mean you could pray about it I said I mean you can pray about it she said but you're not gonna stop I said no (laughs) so she's not happy about that but like what are you gonna do like child I'm literally going to grad school for free all right I graduated early within three years like what are you really gonna tell me oh but Sometimes, sometimes she'll try to send me like these um like some scriptures or like oh the other what my mom loves to do. My favorite thing I was gonna talk about my birthday, but I'm talking about my mom and like Christianity, but not like Christianity. My favorite oh no. I just dropped something. Oh, oh shit. No, no, frick. I just dropped my apple pencil on my bed. Like under my bed. My favorite thing about my mom. Or like the admirable thing about Christianity in general, and also I feel like their downfall, is that they only cite one source. As an as an educated person, you know, and even even when you were in high school, when you were in mid- like high school, middle school, writing like essays, what's the one thing they told you? Don't cite from the same source. Like, don't cite from the same source too many times, right? And I feel like we all know to not cite from the same source too many times, but my mom really loves to, like, back up her herself with, like, one source, and that one source being the Bible, which is fine, except I really need you to come up with another source. So, like, she came, or if it's not the Bible, it's Ellen G. White. Um, if you're not a Seventh-day Adventist, Ellen G. White is the founder of Seventh-day Adventism right, like, basically during the Protestant Reformation, around that period of time, if you remember from, like, your, like, your American history class, there was this dude, I don't remember, but, like, as the Seventh-day Adventist child, there's some, like, facts that you need to know, like, like, we had this thing called Pathfinders, Pathfinders is basically church Boy Scouts, it follows the premise of, like, Jesus is coming soon, we will be in a doomsday, are you prepared for Doomsday? Are you prepared for when the people come at us for being Seventh-day Adventists? Are you ready for that? Do you know how to build a fire? Do you know how to camp? Do you know how to hide for your life to not get caught for the days that they come and attack Seventh-day Adventists? Join Pathfinders. So in Pathfinders, you have to learn like the history of just your religion in general. And so Ellen G White, basically her and her husband Ellen G. White got like these dreams you know like God spoke through her in these dreams and then she wrote them down in a book and I kind of hate her for it because now I will never know peace because Ellen G. White and her wonderful visions in the years that she was alive wrote like so many books that Seventh-day Adventists used to cite Everything. If it's not the Bible, it's Ellen G. White. And I hate that woman. I do. I hate her from the depths of my heart. I feel like, it's, what is Ellen G. White doing to pay for my religious trauma? You know, like, girl, you, because of you, because she has this book called Messages to Young People. If you grew up as a seventh day at the if you grew up as a seventh day adventist child and you had <laughs> <laughs> look i'm gonna be like those commercials that you get on like in the middle of the night when you were a kid if you were raised seventh day adventist and you were re- and you listened to G. White, you may be eligible for compensation because especially messages to young people the basic premise of messages to young people and also why L. G. White is so like beloved within like the christian community it's because i think personally i think that she like reinforces the the stereotypes she re- she reinforces like children obey your parents children only listen to your parents right like even if your parents are saying something that like you don't oh my bad children obey your parents in the lord that's specific because if your parents are saying something that's against god then like you can't you can't do that right but, like, it was really strong in reinforcing the fact that, like, you have to, without a doubt, whether or not, like, anything, listen to your parents, that, and then also it reinforced the fact that, like, it was like children should be in the home listening to their parents, women should be listening to their husbands, husbands, you need to be, like, the head of the household, like, you really, like, for Caribbean people who already children are supposed to be... I can only speak for Jamaicans, but, like, I also went, like, to a Caribbean church. So, like, being a Caribbean person or West Indian where, like, children are supposed to be seen and not heard, where women are supposed to be... Where Caribbean women are supposed to be, like, uh, the not the head of the household. What am I thinking? They're supposed to cook and clean and take care of the children. And the men are, like... Men, men, like, I really do feel like West Indians really... Hold on to that stereotype, and LNG White was not helping that situation. So, sorry. So, now that I smoke, my mom cites three sources. It's like she was listening to me. She cites three sources one, LNG White, two, the Bible, three, oh wait, now it's four sources. One, LNG White, two, the Bible, three, three ABM, four, Hope TV. And now you're like, What is Hope TV? What is 3ABN? I'm so glad you asked. So, Hope TV and 3ABN are specific Seventh-day Adventist channels. Like, cable channels that really, all they, like, you know how, (laughs) you know how you go to church once a week. And, you know how you go to church once a week and you feel the message of God. How would you like to experience that every single day, 24-7, without a shadow of the doubt? Hope TV and Three ABN. So my mom, she gone text me the other day, as she said, "Martina, this man on Hope Sabbath, school, this man on Hope TV told said that smoking is bad for you. Did he now? What else did he tell you, Frederica? He said that smoking is bad for you and that it can it can cause deformities. And this, 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 like he told you that. Did he really tell you that?" It's like, Martina, you need to stop doing, it's like, it's like, you can tell me, and I will hear you, but like, girl, leave me alone, like, just vibe, like, you doing too much, but, anyway, I was talking about my birthday, so, and my mom was trying to tell me to, like, only drink lemonade for my birthday, and, like, all of this stuff, and it's like, girl, there is no way I'm gonna be 21 years old, and I'm not gonna have myself a little sleepy sip of alcohol, right, like, be for real, so on my twenty-first birthday, I got thrown into the Westcott fountain. That's the fountain. Um, and then, what you're supposed to do, also, you're supposed to take a lap. Nobody went to go take their lap. Like people took their lap, but I took my lap immediately because they said you got to take that lap. Like you throw into the fountain and you take the lap for good luck. No one took that lap immediately. Like, why are you trying to? <laughs> like, why are you trying to jinx yourself? I like, I got my crown and I took my lap. And then after that, my friends and I, we went clubbing, right? We went club we went clubbing. It was me and, like, it was, like, four other girls. It's, like, me, my friend Kat. Kat, I met... Oh, I have to burp again. One second. I'm pretty sure I'm going to puke at some point. That's how sick I am. Not fun. Um, so, I had my friend Kat. I had my friend Rianne. I had my friend Adele. I had my friend Anissa. And... And I had my friend Jackie, so there were six of us, right? Like, five of them, six of them. one makes six. And we were having, it was such a grand old time. The whole night, nobody let me pay for a drink. I mean, pretty privilege is real. Um, I never realized what pretty privilege was until um, I got to college, because then I guess people were like, oh my gosh, she's pretty. And I was like, uh-huh, you're going to give me something for free or what? And they were like, here, have this. And I was like, uh uh-huh, purr. So for the for the night, I just got like pure free drinks. A lot of drunk girls coming up to me, just like, whose birthday is it? Obviously the one with the crown, bitch. Like, what are you talking about? Like for the um for my birthday, I had all my friends wear like mini hats because I said it may like other people are gonna get thrown into that fountain and their birthday may be June twenty fifth, two thousand two, and they may think that their birthday is June twenty fifth, two thousand two. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I, I am the, I am the ultimate June twenty fifth girl. You know why? Because I have a crown. Do you have a crown? I don't see your crown. No, I don't. So that was lit. So a lot of drunk girls coming up to me like, "Whose birthday is it?" Oh my god, happy birthday! I saw the this girl. Okay, also, also because I live in this college town, um, they're freshmen freshmen just started like their summer classes so like a freshman came up to me like you could tell this girl just turned 18 fresh 18 year old because she looked like a baby she came up to me she's like oh my God, happy birthday she's talking to my friend she's like how old are you i'm like 21 22 23 she's like i'm 18 huh. but you're why why are you out why are you out on a saturday night dear girl so, you're, so your parents, your parents freshly dropped you off at the dorms. They said, Emily, or I'm saying Emily because I've met a lot of white girls named Emily at my college. Frank, like the girl, I'm I'm getting a new cat. His name is Juno. He's an orange cat. And the girl who's giving me the cat is named Emily. I have met so many Emilys in my lifetime that I know that every Emily is mad every time they meet another Emily. You gotta be. How mad? If I met somebody else with my name, I don't know what I would do. I feel like I would fight them. So I don't understand how, like, people with common names don't be fighting each other. Y'all not fighting enough for me because there's no way that someone's going to have my name. But, like, Emily was like, um, so, like, Emily, your parents just dropped you off. Like, your parents just moved you into your dorm today. And not today. They did it yesterday because this is a Saturday night. Your parents just moved you in, they said, "Thank." they're like, oh, I'm so proud of you, you're so smart, you just graduated, you're going to this college, you know, and you're starting your education, i see nothing but beautiful things in your future, and she was like, thank you, mom, thank you, dad, because she definitely has both of her parents who loved and supported her, and who were probably also paying for her to go to school, um, Right? And she was like, thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. I will be an angel. And then she called her friends. She was like, <Assim> ultimate ultimate girl, you trying to go clubbing tonight? I did not go clubbing until, like, just recently. Like, I did not go clubbing, like, when I first turned 18. Also because I didn't feel like I belonged there. But I also had other things to do. So, like, this 18-year-old, it's like, what are you doing here? You not Don't you have classes to prepare for on Monday? Girl. And it's, like, also... Like, you're drunk. Like, now you're drinking illegally. SMH. But a lot of people came up to me. They wished me happy birthday. There was this dude. This dude, his name was Dylan. Dylan saw it was my birthday. And really, what I think it was is that Dylan saw, like, a bunch of, like, pretty girls blocked together. And he bought, like, a table for, like, him and his boys, you can tell. And he was like, Oh. I need to get these pretty girls at my table right now. So, like, he came up to me. He was like, oh, is it your birthday? Happy birthday. Come up and give me a hug. Don't touch me, first and foremost. But, like, at the club, you kind of play along. When a random person hugs you, you're like, oh, thank you. Because, like, we're all drunk. drunk. When you're drunk, it makes you a little bit nicer. So, like, you excuse it. Like, I feel like the club is the only place... The club is the only place where I will let a stranger come up and talk to me, give me a hug, give me a high five, ask me for my Instagram, have a full on conversation. Like, I know, like, the club is a, I feel like the club is a very wonderful place just to, like, be intoxicated safely, frankly, and just to see what other people are like when they're intoxicated. Except for Dylan. (laughs) So, Dylan was like... Oh, it's my birthday. He's like, would you like a free drink? Would you like a free drink? I'm like, yeah, of course I want a free drink. (laughs) Hello? He was like, you want a free drink? He was like, I have a table over here. The drinks are coming. He was like, you and your friends, come on. And I was like, oh, maybe not. He was like, ah, come on. And I was like, hey, whatever. So me and my friends, we over there, we dancing. We having a great time. We're like, ah, dun, dun, dun. The music was ass. Because the music always is. I, listen to me. If you are a person, if you are a DJ that works at a club, I need you to put some ass-shaking music in your set list. I am so tired of being at a PWI, bro. Like, it is so annoying that I have gone clubbing on three separate occasions, and the YMCA was the song of choice to be played. I'm sorry, I beg your pardon, it's like, it's like, they are not, I can, I cannot shake my ass to EDM, it's my birthday, you think I'm gonna shake my ass to EDM, what am I look like, no, it's like, the music was so bad, I, it's like, but when you're drunk, you're like, okay, whatever, you're having a good time, you're like, ah, but it's like, I need y'all to do better. Anyway, so Dylan, he decides to give us all, like, like free pours, like, from, like, this big vodka bottle. He's like, everybody gets free pours. Ah. I'm like, okay, I'm doing it, da-da-da. And Rianne was our designated driver, right? He goes to Rianne. He's like, ah, you got to do it, too. And she's like, no, I'm the designated driver. This man says, and I want to respect that, but I can't. rianne said don't worry i got enough respect for the both of us don't worry about it like she he was really trying to like force our designated driver to drink and we were all like drunk and all we were all like no she's good no no whatever he was like so we like left that table oh also he was like there was this dude like his guy fans were also trying to like hit on us and he was trying to act like it was fine he was like oh no they're with me they're cool dylan From like the interaction I've had with you for like the last 10 minutes, I have established that you are not a great man. He was like, he literally told us, he was like, oh, you don't need a designated driver. You can walk. Where? Walk where? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. You must be out of your mind, Dylan. But whatever. Right. So, and I have, we had a good time um then on sunday sunday was my actual birthday june 25th i like i just like went with Rianne. she drove me around i went shopping i got like a couple of things i went oh i went to the abc store because obviously i gotta go to the abc store and get myself a drink right and i've learned i got a burp again i'm so sorry guys it's like a burp but it's also like a pre-puke <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just sick I was supposed to go clubbing with my friends tonight. We said no. I think we're going to watch a Wes Anderson movie. Because, um... There's a new Wes Anderson movie that just came out. And I'm like... I haven't really watched Wes Anderson like that. But I really want to. You know, like, I really want to get into it. So, I think we might go see a movie tonight. But, anyways. Um... So, I went to the ABC store. And I got myself a Moscato. Because it turns out that I like sweet alcohol. And, like... And I do like rum because I am Jamaican, but, like, this American rum not cutting it. This American rum is not cutting it. It's so not it. Like, I it's, I can't tell you what's missing because I don't drink like that, all right? I don't drink like that now. But now that I can do it legally, you definitely going to be drinking a little bit more. Don't tell my mom. Don't tell my mom I said that. This is between us. Don't tell my mom that I'm going to go drink because she already has high blood pressure. She can't take another heartbreak, you know. Um, But I got myself like a Moscato and then I went to the guy, right? And then I tell y'all that I was going to go to the ABC store and I was going to tell them to ask me for my ID and I was going to record it. I did do it. And I told him, I was like, look, it's my 21st birthday. I need you to ask me for my ID. My friend's going to record it. All you got to do is ask me for my ID. And he was like, oh, yeah, girl. He was like definitely extremely flamboyant. And he assured me that he's an actor. He Like, he had a, (laughs) like, that man was definitely from Miami. Do you understand me? He was like, oh, yeah, girl, don't worry. I got it for you. He's like, I got it for you. Don't even worry about it. He's like, I'm an actor. (laughs) He said, I'm an actor. I like to double acting a lot. Then he asked me about my crystal. He was like, oh, what crystal is that? He's like, you know, I had a crystal like that, Malachite. And you know, it does like the transformation and stuff like that. And the he's like, and I lost it. Like this man is talking to me. The phone is recording. I gave you, I did not ask you to improv. <laughs> like I love that you putting your own spin on it, but I gave you one line. One line, a line that you say. Every single day, because you work at this liquor store, can I have your ID? And he was, like, talking, and he was, like, scanning the bottles. Man, I almost forgot to ask me for my ID. Would you believe it? Would you believe it? He was like, oh, can I have your ID? But don't worry. I I gave it to him, and I was so happy. Um, and then I had a nice little birthday dinner with, like, me and Fort, my other friends. My friend Elijah, his girl Ricky. I love Elijah and Ricky. lot. Eli- Remember when I was talking on this podcast and I was like, "Men don't like women. Like straight men really don't be liking women." I don't mean Elijah, cause he really loves himself some Ricky. Like he be t- like Elijah is the type of person that like we not be talking about Ricky. How did you bring Ricky up in this conversation? You you lover boy, you a little simp. But like I mean that in the best way possible. He loves himself some Ricky. So it was Elijah, it was Ricky, it was my friend Nada who I met in Cal three like a year ago, and then my friend Rianne because Rianne is a G, Rihanna and I. I think when I think of Rihanna, I think of like, I think of like two. I think we're gonna become like two old women who like call each other randomly because they found out that oranges at Publix were like two for three dollars. You are like, oh my goodness, Rihanna, you went to Publix today and the oranges were two for three dollars. Like that's that's how I feel about Rihanna. Rihanna, you you my girl, girl. Don't you worry about it. But also for all of my friends. All of my friends are my girls. I'm, like, so, like, all of them are my girlfriends. And I do mean that in the gayest way possible. Full homo. Like, in the 90s, they used to call their girls their girlfriends. But they meant it like, um, those are my girlfriends. I mean it like I'm dating them. I'm dating each and every single one of my friends. And no man is going to come in and ruin this relationship. Are you kidding? Like, you got to beat me. You got to beat me. Because I'm treating them like princesses. I'm treating them like actual goddesses. And you going to treat them like a foot? No. No, We're no, We're no, 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 no. We're not, We're not going to do that. No, 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 no. We get treated like goddesses around here. I know that's right. <laughs> um, So I did for, like, the first time in, like, four years, I had such a beautiful birthday, and I'm so happy, and I'm so grateful, and I'm so happy, (laughs) it was such a great day, I, like, I, it couldn't have gone better myself, if I, oh, I also went to the pool, I also went to the pool, because it was mad hot, um, Florida's doing this thing right now, where it likes to be, like, a million degrees outside, I don't know if you've, like, noticed it, um, or especially, like, where I am, it's, like, y'all ever just sit and just sit back and think about how real global warming is and how much of a problem it has progressively became since like we were children but also like my thing with like global warming is that like i like my like they when we were kids they were like oh reduce reuse recycle use plastic straws minimum like all of this crap as if like you 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 can prevent global warming by doing these simple things. And, but really, what they didn't tell us is that, like, we can't do shit about global warming. Like, it's not us that could do anything. It's actually these boys with the big old company. Like, me, me using a plastic bag when I go to Walmart is not doing anything. Versus these guys that work straight up oil companies causing deforestation, I'm planting trees in return. Like... These people who are literally exploiting the earth for its resources, they are, these rich people are the ones that are causing global warming. Let me have my plastic straw. Like, it's not me. That's not me that's going to kill the planet. Like, me, by myself, as a 21-year-old girl, like, it's kind of morbid. It is because it's like, of course I want to live, of course I want to live on this earth, because where else am I going to live? Like, I know that life exists, I know that life exists elsewhere. You can't tell me otherwise. Like, this, there is, like, I know life exists outside of earth, and I actually know, and I feel like they're doing just dandy, because I also feel like, I feel like they have some common sense, maybe, perhaps, but like, they probably just watched us, like, over the, last billion years are like damn they be ruining their planet for real and it's like for real and what was I talking about and it's like global warming it's kind of morbid you know and it's like I really of course I want to like live on this earth for the rest of my life of course I want to live it with like breathing clean air with enjoying life but it's like how am I gonna do that how am I going to do that when it's literally 100 degrees outside? How am I going to do that when in New York they have, like, straight fog, right? How am I going to do that when there are wildfires constantly? It's like, there are so many things happening to this planet that make you sit and think and you're like, damn, it, like, life expectancy is about to drop, you know? And then it's like, it's not only that, but it's also like the economy's in shambles, Like, I saw this post on TikTok the other day that talked about, like, we all agree, like, as Americans, that the Great Depression is the worst, like, economic uh, recession, economic downfall in American history, right? And he he compared, like, the income of the great depression to the income now and he did like the inflation prices and everything like with a calculator like in the great depression the average income of like an american was like four thousand dollars and when he did that um and then when he converted it to like 2023 he realized that that income would be eighty eight thousand dollars $88,000. Eighty-eight thousand dollars. An average American in twenty twenty three is not making eighty-eight thousand dollars. Like to make eighty-eight thousand dollars is a blessing. You know what my income is gonna be? Fourteen. Fourteen. Like and but with my new job is with the teaching assistantship. It's gonna be um. It's gonna be twenty-two or twenty-three. I think it's gonna be twenty-three or something like that. Like twenty-three thousand. But like. But the average income of, like, Americans now, right, is, like, 40K. And that's, like, and that's if you're doing good. Like, surprise, like, that's if you're doing good. So, right now, we are living in, like, a really, really bad, just, recession. You know what really sucks about it? It sucks that I'm an adult during this recession. Because the last one, in 2008, I was just six years old. I'm not, like, the only thing I was worried about was my parents' divorce. Um, I was worried about my parents' divorce. Polly Pockets. Um, what else was I doing when I was six years old? I did not even know what I was doing when I was six years old. Junie B. Jones. What was six-year-old Martina? What was what was the stress of six-year-old Martina? But nothing. But nothing It's like. And now that I'm an adult, it's like when during the during the 2008 recession, during the 2008 housing crisis, like we were children, but like we did see our parents like. Struggle. I don't, I don't know if it was the same for everybody else, but during like the housing crisis from like two thousand eight like to two thousand twelve, I want to say that's like that's when my parents got divorced. That's when I moved to Florida. That's like when I watched my mom like struggle. Like I have never seen my mom cry before until like then, and that's really sad. But like she also had like so much stress going on for her. But like it's got to be stressful, especially like when you are taking care of like a child, and but like that wasn't my problem then, you know, like all I had to do was like show up. You know, all I had to do was like exist. But now I gotta pay rent every month. Like what did you do with the last five seventy five? Because I look at my apartment complex and I'm like, there is nothing here that warrants five hundred and seventy five dollars a month. Maybe like every two months, you know, like I feel like that's good because every 'cause every time like My apartment complex be pissing me off so bad because it feels like y'all not really doing anything. When you look around my apartment complex, they like, they got themselves parading around on these little golf carts doing what exactly? I can't tell you. They just be going around on these little golf carts, just existing. You try to ask the maintenance people to fix something, and they act like, and they act like you're wrong. Like, I'm sorry, are you not a maintenance man? I'm just asking you to, like, fix my sink so that I can wash my dishes, and they don't even do that. It's like, it's like I, every time I pay rent, I get upset, because I, every time I call the front office, no one answers. And when I go into there, when I go to pick up a package, y'all in there doing nothing. So, like, what is my $575 of rent going to? And you know what makes me even more mad? I'm in my next apartment because I'm moving to a studio apartment this Saturday. (laughs) Y'all, never would have made it, never would have made it without you. I lost it all. I'm moving to a new apartment, my own studio apartment this Saturday. (sighs) I think I might also go to church. (laughs) I feel like this Saturday I might also go to church. Like I might go to a little A. Y. program. I feel like I'm about to go. I might. I might catch like the 11 o'clock service. To be real frank with you, and I might go up in there and I might speed my testimony because I I haven't been to church in ages. Like, don't tell my mom. I don't even consider myself a Seventh Day Adventist like that anymore. But this Saturday I might go to church. I might might do a little praise dance because I am so so blessed so happy but that rent is eight hundred dollars a month and that scares me because eight hundred dollars is a lot of money eight hundred dollars is basically a thousand dollars which is basically fifteen hundred dollars which is basically a million dollars so basically i'm paying a million dollars for rent that scares me also also yesterday i this whole podcast is just going to be me talking about being an adult yesterday I had to get my own health insurance. I had to get my own health insurance. But you're like, but Martino, shouldn't you be a part of your mom's health insurance until you're like 25? I should. I should be a part of my mom's health insurance until I'm like 25. But here's the gag. They like my mom and she works for um a school system, which already says enough. That already says it, like when my mom works for a school system. Ah, now it makes sense, now it makes sense why, like, and that insurance is so crappy, like, their co-pays, their deductibles are ass, like, these, like, you're gonna do this to teachers for real, like, teachers are base are literally teaching the new generation, this generation, rule the nation, they are teaching the new generation, and first of all, you pay them crap, the same sense, you pay them shit, like, my mom... She literally has to work, like, a summer school job to be able to, like, pay her mortgage for the summer. Because for teachers in the state of Florida, they, like, they pay your summer salary. They, like, for the summer, they just give you, like, they give you your salary. And then at the beginning, they don't do it, like, monthly. They just, like, if your salary for, like, those two months are, like, let's say $5,000. I don't know. If those, if your salary for those two months, like June, July is $5,000, they're going to give you that $5,000 at the end of your last paycheck, like when school starts. So they expect y'all to manage that money for that entire summer. But then you know, it's not $5,000. Like, you know, that was a, that was a big number to use for teachers. You know, they've not, they probably giving them $2,000 at max. They're giving them $2,000 a cookie. They're not even giving them a cookie. They're giving them $2,000 the myth of loan forgiveness and maybe, like, a a mug that's, like, best teacher, but, so she literally has to work a summer job to, like, pay that, so, and because of that, her, like, and the insurance that my mom uses, booty, absolutely booty, like, I have to, like, the co-pay is about $150 for, like, the doctor that I'm going to, which is, like, I have to pay that, before it goes to collections things can go to collections now like now I'm an adult and like my, my shit can go to collections like what is that what's up with that why are you collecting money when Jesus paid it all oh my God. oh Jesus the people on this planet are making me play copays when you have paid it all Jesus what is up with that what's up with that that's what, I'm trying to, say. when Jesus paid it all, trying to make me pay $147 copay, ain't they, they are ridiculous, like, they had that, there was a point in time where I wanted to go to therapy, and, like, that copay was also ridiculous, so I had to stop going there, when I had to buy my, anti- my, um, birth control, because, like, my insurance is so ass, it doesn't even cover, like, my birth control, so I had to pay $40 out of pocket for that, but it's, like, $40 for, like, a three-month supply, so that's fine, and then, like, my antidepressants are, like, $35, which is, which is better than, like, it could be, but then I went to healthcare.gov, because they have an open enrollment period, I don't know if you get those advertisements, if you, you probably, if you don't pay for ads, you probably don't get those advertisements, you know, I get those advertisements, because, hot take, I kind of like commercials, I do, I think commercials, I think ads give us, like, I think it gives us, like, a natural break from the TV. Because sometimes I just want that. Sometimes I just don't. Sometimes I don't want to pause it. Like, I am not a pausing. I am not a girl that pauses the TV. If the TV is on, it's going to stay on. And, like, am I last for (laughs) My ex hated that. Especially when we were watching, like, One Piece or something like that. It's like, or we are watching a movie. It's like, if I have a thought, I'm going to speak the thought right now. But I would have a thought and he would pause the movie. Why are you pausing the movie? The thought, I gotta say, is not that long. It is that long. It's like a two-minute thought. But it's like, and I'm still paying attention to the movie. I'm not paying attention to the movie. Why are you pausing it? <laughs> he's like, don't pause the movie, please. Like, <laughs> oh my god. But <laughs> but with healthcare.gov and with, like, my income that I'm getting, like, now from, like, my current job plus, like, my teaching assistantship is giving me, like, um, it gave me, like, this tax credit that I could use for the health care, so basically, girl, I'm to free health care. Child, you need to go get yourself on healthcare.gov. Put yourself on healthcare.gov. I think it's actually the best thing that America could have done. Like we complained about not having free health care, and they were like, you know what? Let me try to make it affordable. Shout out to Obamacare. Shout out to the Affordable Care Act. Why are y'all trying? Why are politicians trying to not make health care affordable? Why do you hate me? Why do you hate me? Like, I'm just trying to see Dr. Sean Tawari. like, Dr. Sean Tiwari is my doctor. I love myself and Dr. Sean Tawari. Like, I probably shouldn't be saying his name like that, but, like, I love him because he was the one that diagnosed me with depression and anxiety, right, which was, I'm so transparent on this. I'm also kind of transparent on my podcast because I know that nobody listens to it. <laughs> like, I'm kind of just, I'm kind of just doing my podcast for me at this point. Like, the people that listen to my podcast, it's, like, Rianne, maybe my best friend, me, because I go back and I listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is so pathetic. I, like, I go, when I record this podcast, you know, most people, when they record themselves, they can't go back and they can't, like, watch it, right? But for me, I, like, because I, for my podcast, I have this thing where I'm, like, okay, I'm supposed to, um, it's supposed to be, like, something that you could put on in the background. Like, just... Like, you don't have, really have to pay attention to it. Just something you can put on in the background while you're, like, driving to work or while you're um, cleaning your room or while you're doing, like, some mundane task. Is that it? Mundane? Like, some mundane task. And so, what I do, I be like, because I record this in, like, my, my voice memos, right? So, I just be, be listening to it while I'm doing some mundane task. And I'm like, does it give? <laughs> I'm like, does it give background noise? Like, I do that so much. How did I get here? Yeah, like I really I'm so transparent on my podcast because I know nobody listens to it. One day, they will. like one day, people will listen to my podcast, but it's until then, my heart will go on singing. Until then, with joy, I carry on. You probably don't know that song. that's a hymn. That's a like that's a hymn song. Um, so he diagnosed me with depression and anxiety, which was like really, f- which is really funny because I just went in for like a general checkup, right? And like my heart was beating like super fast and I decided to give him like a disclaimer. I'm like, I'm sorry, my heart's beating so fast. Sometimes I just, I'm like, sometimes I just get anxious. And he was like, hmm, <laughs> he looked at me, he was like, okay, that's interesting. Martine. I'm going to have you take this little test for me. <laughs> He said, "More time." He says he gives you the test. That on top of it, it was like depression and anxiety. I'm like, "Whoa." You hit me with that. Hit me with the one too. I didn't say I was depressed. I definitely, I definitely was. If you're somebody, I feel bad for anybody that knew me between the ages of 14 to 18. I feel bad for anybody that knew me between the ages of 13 to 18. Let's put in 12 there, too. From 13 to 18, i feel really bad if you knew me. You know why i feel bad if you knew me? I was depressed, boy. Like, like I was already anxious. And if you met my mom, I think I got anxiety from my mom. Like, my mom doesn't want to admit it, but she definitely got an anxiety disorder. This woman is paranoid, so my anxiety comes from my mom. But I was depressed, boy. Like, it was not it was not good, it was not Gucci, it was not live, laugh, love, like, it was very sad, you know, but, like, and my mom, she kind of knew about it, because I had, like, this instance, which I won't talk about, I had this instance where my mom had to, okay, I had this instance where my mom had to, like, um, my mom had to pick me up from school, I'm not going to give context, just know, my mom had to pick me up from school for mental health reasons. And my mom she like she freaked out, and instead of like talking to me about it, she like took me to a pastor, and the pastor was like, "Martina, God doesn't want you to kill yourself. <laughs> oh shit, thank you, thank you so much for telling me that. you know suddenly, I don't feel suicidal anymore, suddenly, I'm healed suddenly, I have a reason to live, suddenly, my heart can carry on, you know, <laughs> like thank you, but I went to Dr. Tawari and I took the test and he was like, yeah, Martina, you have both depression and anxiety. I'm going to put you on some antidepressants. And I was like, you see it too? You, 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 you know, I'm depressed too. Like I'm not, I'm not crazy. It, it was really nice. Um, so with the healthcare plan, I could go. And every time I go see Dr. Tawari cause you know, you have a checkup like every six months. It's like, uh hey, you still depressed? And I'm like, ah, no, I'm not. He's like, you want to kill yourself? I'm like, actually, I'm really happy. He's like, tell me about what's happening in your life. He's like, how's school? I'm like, girl, school's so good. He's like, did you get into the PhD program? I'm like, eh, yes, I did. And it's so, it's like a little, it's like a little chat. That's a little chat every now and then. I really love it. So, it was, so with the healthcare, I got that and I won't have to pay for like my birth control, or my um, antidepressants, which is beautiful. Actually, I won't be paying for this health this healthcare at all because it has a $0 monthly premium due to the tax credit. Wow, that's beautiful. And then I got dental for $7.25 a month. Girl, I haven't been to the dentist since 2020, and that's a fact. I haven't been to the dentist since 2019, and that's not my fault. I just don't like the dentist. Like... If you were, like, I had braces for a really long time as a kid, um, for about, like, three years, so, like, I feel like I've gone to the dentist enough, (laughs) like, I feel like I've gone to the dentist enough to last me a lifetime, as long as I, like, brush my teeth, and I floss, which I do, and I gargle, and I rinse out my mouth, which I do, I feel like I should be fine, like, but I will, but I will go to the dentist, Don't worry, especially since I am paying for, like, especially since I'm paying for dental, now I got a reason to go. You know, now there's a reason for me to go to it. Um, what else? I don't know what else I was going to talk about. But if you, if you saw my, I'm also recording the video version of this too. I, like, definitely changed my position and I just, like, show my dogs to the camera, my feet. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Um... I don't know what I was talking about, but yeah, it's uh, adulting. Like, girl, I'm an adult now. Like, I'm a bacon now. Like, it's like next week I'm changing my residency to t- uh, to where I am right now officially, which is really sad. It's really like bittersweet, if you will, because my my residency has been with my mom forever, for, like, your whole life, and now that I'm a big girl, I have, now that I'm a big girl, I can't, like, I can't send things to, to my mom, who is four hours away, and then she has to send it to, like, I can't do that anymore, and I'm an adult, I have a big girl job, like, I'm doing all these things, it's, like, it's crazy, like, I remember when my cousins turned 21, like, I remember specifically when my cousin Colleen turned 21, and I was, like, wow, she's so cool, and now I'm turning 21, and it's, like, when did when who allowed me to turn 21 who really allowed me to turn 21 but also I am excited for the year 21 like I'm excited to grow older is that is that a weird thing to say because I feel like as you because your 20s is filled with like lessons and experiences and lessons and experiences Give you knowledge, and knowledge over time is wisdom, right? So, I feel like as I get older, I experience new experiences, which is fun. Experience new experiences, get new lessons, and all that good stuff. And you know, I'm excited to just watch myself grow. Is that an odd thing to say? I don't think it is. I'm excited to watch myself just grow and progressive to, like, this person that I am, and I think that, li- like, I think that whatever curveballs life is gonna throw at me, I can handle it, I, or, or I will handle it, you know, because, it, it's fun, I, I'm excited, like, I'm excited for this next phase of my life, you know, because for the next five years, I'm gonna be going to grad school, and, I'm excited for that I'm excited to go through grad school cuz like I said I'm going I'm doing the whole nine yards like when I like I'm changing my residency to this place there we go now it's a little bit brighter in here I'm changing my residency to like my college town because I'm gonna be here for the next five years and where am I gonna go after this not Florida I'll tell you that much Shit. like I'm not gonna be here past these five years, but I'm excited to spend my next five years up here. I'm excited to like build a community. Like I'm excited to continuously build my community up here. You know, I think it's, I think being an adult is pretty cool, you know, outside of paying bills and, you know, outside of that, I think it's really cool just living. (laughs) I think life is living is cool, and that sounds like such a stoner thought, and I'm not stoned right now, it's just like, (coughs) it's just beautiful, I'm just happy, I think that's what it is, I think I'm just really happy, and I'm excited to just watch myself grow as a person, next week I get a second cat, his name is Juno, Juno is an orange boy, all right, so it's gonna be Yomi and Juno, I'm so excited to, like, be a cat mom of two, bro. I got them matching collars. I literally on, like, I don't have money to spend. I've been putting shit on my credit cards. And you know how credit cards aren't real money. <laughs> credit cards aren't real money. Don't, don't worry. I'll be fine. I have a credit score of, like, 750. Like, I've, or, like, 720. Talk to me nicely. Don't even worry about it, bro. Like, like I got my new apartment with my credit alone build up your credit ladies and gentlemen because it will get you places that was like one of the reasons why I got a credit card when I was like I got my credit card when I was 19 and I got my credit card because I was like because I was like one day I'm gonna move into my own apartment and I can't have a guar, like I can't rely on my mom to be my guarantor forever so I need to build up my credit so one day I can get my own apartment without any problem and I did and it's and now I'm moving into it, and I'm so excited, because, yeah, I, like, recruited my friends to, like, help me move, I recruited my friend Jonah to drive the U-Haul, um, he was like, it's manual or automatic, and that's how I know I chose the right person for the job, because what the fuck does that mean, (laughs) it's automatic, It's, it's automatic, um, what else, um, for my job, Shout out to shout out to my job. She finally gave me more hours. Like I was living off of um, I was living off of 12 hours a week. That, if you're wondering what that paycheck was like, it was not beautiful. But now it's going up to 20, which isn't as great, but you know it's good enough to like. It's easier to live off of than 12 hours is. So I have that. My If you could tell that my room, like, my tapestry is gone. Like, girl, I'm packed. Girl, I'm packed and ready to go. And I'm so excited. I don't think I'm going to do, like... Oh! And then I'm also doing, like, starting my little influencer era. Like, who is she? What is she doing? Like, suddenly I want to be an influencer. That's not true. That's not suddenly. I've always wanted to be an influencer. But I feel like I like instagram because it plays into like the aesthetic that i am i think i'm also going to start recording things on tiktok too so that i can show off my, my silly little goofy side he 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 um but yeah ladies and gents and turtles and penguins it is coming to the end of this podcast thank you for spending your last hour with me i hope that I hope that the rest of your week goes well. I hope that you are blessed. I hope that you're having a great day. And if you're not having a great day, whatever when, if you're not having a great day, the key to having like I try to aim for like average days. Like I don't aim for like a good day or a bad day. I just I, I just aim for a day, you know? And the key to doing that is like if a bad thing happens to you throughout the day, you just let that bad thing represent you just let that <laughs> You just let that bad thing represent that moment, you know. Like if a bad, if you stub your toe, don't like, don't let your stub toe, like don't let that anger carry you throughout your day. Just be like, ah, fuck! I stubbed my toe. Let out that anger right then and there, and then, get like, like, bad events are independent of your day, you know. So if you had a bad day, smoke a bowl take a bath, take a bong in the bath, girl, and then let it go, and thank you for joining me for the last hour, I hope you have a great day, I will see you next week, and the next time I see you, y'all, I'ma be in my new home, new home, new home, (laughs) and I will see you in the next one, bye!